Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Chicago Beef League, the pod. And I'm Alex Casillas, joined with my co-host, Scoop Streif. Scoop, say hi to everyone. Uh, my nickname is not Scoop, but... Uh, Your nickname hi. is 100% Scoop. Uh, um, it, it is. It is. And we... It's been, like, what, a few weeks since we've had the pod. Um, mm-hmm. I think that we just need to start this week right off the bat with the power standings in our league. This is the power ranking. And folks, you're not going to believe it. I certainly do not believe it. Chip, no doubt, is not sleeping. But Sunny6K and Team Sonical have the the highest power ranking. They're currently ranked number one in the Chicago Beef League. I know. It's It's startling. How are we alive? Like, I figured hell would have frozen over before Sunny 6K would be at the top of the league by nearly every metric. It is, um, it's mind-numbingly annoying. So we'll get, but we'll get into the details of how that uh, catastrophe happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, Um, yeah. No, no, that's not what we're calling it. We're calling it, we are ripping apart Sunny 6K's team. And we're hoping we'll, that in the yeah. time from now until the point in time when we get there, you will have forgotten that he is the ranked number one in the Beef League power rankings. Yeah, in fact, I think I think we have a consistent um, streak going of every time we talk about a team at length, we ruin them. Right? You and me. No, we, I would actually say I would say the opposite. We rank we we ripped on Jay's team. Damn it. He now has like the third best or fourth best breakdown, and he's coming back into play. Who else have we ripped on? My okay, when we ripped on my team, yeah, I haven't done that poorly. Your team has fallen apart. It's <laughs> no one knows who's at the helm of the Fernie Willow ship. <laughs> there are flares going off everywhere, and mm-hmm. there there are no Coast Guard helicopters in sight. So, yeah, yeah. Um... I'm sure. It, it, honestly, I, I've been asleep at the wheel for at least like six weeks straight. So, um, yeah, it's been a rough, yeah, rough go. You have. I mean, I have, still I, muster I, the energy to reject all of my Julio Rodriguez trades somehow. Yeah, I mean, for the record, I did win four in a row. Um, and for the record, no one cares. <laughs> or six of the last eight. It's neither here nor there. Let's just let's just carry on. Um, it is both here and there. It is yeah. everywhere. It is everywhere. All right. Well, let's get into this week. Um, or do we want to recap last week at all? Well, so we've missed a few weeks here, but I think maybe what we can do is just quickly go through the actual standings, not the power ranking, but just records. And people can figure out, um, you know, who's so, for example, Chip, you've won four weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, no one cares. Yeah. It's everywhere. <laughs> Sunny 6K and I have both won three in a row. So the the, mm-hmm. the standings right now, Sunny Six K is at nine and four, and he's tied in first with Josh. There's a bunch of us. There are three of us tied okay. for second. That's you, me, and uh, Auto Dave, and we're at eight and five. So we are a game out of first place. Uh, and then Ken, Jay, Low, Crips, all tied for third at six and seven. Mm-hmm. And then there's John and SM, Beef League, Northern Suburbs Division. They're at five and eight, and obviously two and eleven. So 
that's that's where they are this week matchups get us started chip well this week uh <clears throat> we have a couple matchups that are pretty intense and uh i'll start off with the most worthless ones yours uh you and jay are playing um it's currently six four it's basically five five it, it's an interesting flub of a matchup at this point but um Neither team is really setting the world on fire. Um, I mean, Jake's know, already won Cape or not, and probably holds, and probably wins. Most likely, he'll win home runs and OBP. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, my week mm-hmm. is pretty much over. I'm preparing for a fire sale. Uh, it, I, I do want to point out, most of the matchups this week are pretty close, with two exceptions. There's uh, Canucks. Crips are uh, taking the Canucks to the streets, so Chen and the commissioner are currently battling mm-hmm. that one out mm-hmm. uh, after the commission lost a heartbreaker to me somehow uh, last week and the other blowout is auto dave is I, again fernie willow sleep the wheel not even there i like as of an hour ago i was up six four so just shut your yapper okay uh, what okay i'm being sarcastic about all this most of these matchups outside of chen and, and john are actually ridiculously close at five five not just close in categories close in in overall stats it's it's honestly pretty close even you and jay um jay's got a number of starts left um as do you and i you honestly, know jay had 12 for your starts i prefer your 12 starts or something ridiculous 10 or maybe not 12 but he had, he had at least 10 starts this week mm-hmm. and i no i think he had 12 because he had four of his six guys had double headers Mm-hmm. He has had a lot of stuff. Anyway. The reason, just just to clarify, in your matchup with Jay, uh, Jay has a number of really he's he's got a good starting rotation. However, um, he's he got he's got two guys that the Braves facing the uh, Nationals. Max Fried plays uh, Paolo Espino. I've never heard of this guy. Have you, Paolo Espino? Never heard of him. Strider had his start. The starter he's playing against on the seventeenth hasn't been announced. Um, but honestly, uh, Alex Wood plays against the Brewers. That's going to be a, a tough, tough matchup for him. I, I imagine he's going to get shelled there. Um, Nolo should be fine. And Bieber, Bieber hasn't been all that great, like Shane Bieber of years ago. Um, he's been fine, um, but not like Bieber of old. So I think it's, it's attainable. I, I think this, the pitching, his stuff is going to come down. You, uh, you can't put up a 5k per nine dude you can't and, oh, and then say it. Built for that. <laughs> I mean, it says, I, I says the man I, I, who I is verlander and darvish and cortez and Wright. you can't back that up you can't say that i can't cortez mm-hmm. and Wright both had the same number of k per nines in their seven okay. inning respective Five. seven inning mm-hmm. they had four k's in seven innings both all right so in any case i i think your your matchup is is close um Neither of you. I mean, you got the the head start on stolen bases. Honestly, it's it's going to be close. Um, the matchup of the week is right now really Sunil versus Ken. I think uh, in that Sunil he hasn't is not having a good week. So Ken definitely can take this. It'll be really interesting to see if uh, if Ken can just turn on the after uh, the turbo. He's got Garrett Cole, Logan Gilbert, and Clayton Kershaw left. I think he can get some good wins there and take pitching from Sunil. We'll see. 
I mean, he he has, he has Burns, Irvin, and Wells as his pitchers. He's gonna get shelled, and and we're gonna well, get Burns, into Sunil in a minute. But I think watching, this might be uh, the upset of the up, upset of the week. It might be the upset of the week. I don't know if it's the matchup of the week. I still feel like Sunil is gonna pull that one out. Oh um, no, I do. I, I I think between. I mean, so you and. Dave, we're are tied with me, and you two are going head to head here. So I think that's actually the the matchup of the week. In that it's it's, you know, we'll see. Josh is currently, where is he doing? He's winning, but Lowe's close with Josh. Barely, I mean, so that might be an upset. It's all there. his pitching stats. It's it's his pitching stats. If, if there are some upsets at first base, or excuse me, at first place, then you know, you might move into first place with the win. I might move into first place with the win. So that's true. That's that's on the line, and honestly, and, and as everyone of, else listening doesn't care. And the reality is, folks, we don't do this for you; we do this for me. And <laughs> not me, you, you. Thank just you. you. Yeah, just yeah. You. And uh, let's okay just time check. Time check. Uh, as of about two hours ago, you threatened a fire sale. I'll just have it, uh, and and you just acknowledge that you might go into first place. So, yeah, well done. Well done. That doesn't that, mean so. that I that doesn't mean that I like my team. I sit and I spend hours watching my team every day. And there are players that I just really don't like on my team anymore. And so I'm ready for and again, just like give up. you know, just if, give up. Just give up. If you just were to ask if you were to say like you trade me Julio Rodriguez for like seven of my players that I'm not keeping, I might do that. And mm-hmm. you could propel yourself into first place very easily. So mm-hmm. so who knows? What if what if Chen comes back and he's like, I offer you like Dylan Cease and whoever else I like on his team for like everyone on my team, mm-hmm. you know, I might pull the trigger. I'm As the guy that does that. I'm the guy that does that. You so. are uh, definitely uh, Charlie in uh, it's always sunny. You're the wild card at this point in the season. You are ready to jump out of the truck and despite 100%. it moving 40 miles an hour. And uh, guys, we're podcast. like, two weeks away from the baseball trade deadline and a month and, you know, five weeks away from the, is it? No. So sorry. Is our trade deadline the week after or the month after the our trade after? deadline is in three weeks. And then our season, our, our playoffs start in six weeks. Yeah. So there you go. In three weeks, guys. No, like, have, no, eight weeks, eight weeks. Sorry. Eight weeks. The point though is baseball trade deadline in two weeks, our trade deadline in three weeks. I'm champing at the bit right now. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I will take a plunge if the right offer is made, is all I'm saying. Noted. So, uh, so noted. you're right. I, I think that um, my matchup with Dave is probably the matchup of the week, but, um, and it's everything's fluid at this point. I, I think the, the one just major call out to, to state for the record, and you're going to hate the fact that I say this the league, the parody in the league is really quite impressive this year. Like every matchup, it really is. It's not a slam dunk after two days. Do you, do you feel that that it's been trending that way since the expansion draft? No, I mean I think this is a unique thing this year. Like I think the, uh, last year we had, uh, we had Low, Low and Ken's team. Uh, like last year, maybe it happened last year at some point, and it's just materialized this year like, too. Well, I just feel like last year. It, I, I'm sorry. I feel like the last two years haven't we had scenarios where. Going into the final week, there were there were four teams that were or four or five teams that would still be vying for playoff spots. I mean, mm-hmm. for for mm-hmm. like the last playoff spot, rather. So you'd have like you you know they're really only at that point in the year we're talking about like two or three teams out of twelve that are just completely out of it. And and I feel like that's been the case the last couple of years. So certainly, like it, it, it 
it's and we still only have one team that's really out of it that, right now, right? You would agree? Correct. One yes, team. Agree. Yes. Um, and yeah, to the, anyway, to that effect, it might have started it last year, but anyway, it's been nice to see eleven teams really in it. Um, and I imagine eleven team uh, like trade deadlines gonna be really daunting, right? Like think, some teams are are not going to sell, and suddenly the, those that like you and me who probably would buy are not going to be able to buy anything because there's nothing out there. Yeah, no, I think that's where I mean. Part of me is just like I feel like I'm going to end up doing something like Rash, trading seven like last year. <laughs> trading seven guys for one player that I really like because <laughs> I don't like my team and no one else is trading with me, so I'm just going to decide that I'm going to go into rebuild mode and. <laughs> This is the obstacle is not presenting itself in other trades, so I'm just going to go the opposite direction and create your own conflicts. Yeah, create a conflict. But I feel like this it's it's also what you just said when you're saying some teams because there's so much parity, some teams are going to be that would normally sell might not be selling things like that. I think that's also reflected in baseball too in real life where. With the, the new Orioles and the Mariners had a 10 game winning streak just now. Yeah. Over 500. The Orioles and, like, and the Mariners. As a Sox fan, I really want the Sox to, I don't want them to rebuild, but I think they're not good enough to beat any of the top teams in either league right now. And I don't see that changing. And I know it can because look at the Braves last year, right? The Braves last year were like, meh. And then they really came on in the last six weeks. But I just don't see this Sox team as the team to do it. And I'm like, they should sell, man. If you can get good stuff for guys like, like Giolito, for example, it's, he's in the last year of his contract. He's not worth what he wants to get paid next year. So see what you can get for him, you know? And, and anyway, so, so I, I of course that's not going to happen. Right. But in, in baseball, we're going to have teams like the Orioles. They might, everyone thought they're going to be sellers. They might be buyers. Mariners, same thing. And uh, I feel like beef league, yeah. league might be the same only, we're just not going to see a ton of trades. Well, I just, and, just a gentle pushback, just a gentle pushback of the White Sox. You are, I know, a doomsdayer uh, uh, in general. Um, but the because of the expanded playoffs that systems that we have now versus when we were kids, where like, what, four teams made the playoffs uh, when we were kids. Now it's like basically half the league or half the conference or whatever. Honestly, the White yeah, Sox could make it and then run. They could run. I mean, when the White Sox won in 05. They were not the best team. Correct. And, and but that's where what you know what I was what I was going to say is like thinking back on it, how likely is it that that team with Mark Burley, John Garland, Jose Contreras, and mm-hmm. Agreed. Freddie Sweaty Freddie Garcia, they threw four complete games uh, in the playoffs wins in the World and, Series. I thought it was uh, no, I thought it was. I thought it was before. I, I don't think it was the World Series, and but it, we did. It was. It was. It was crazy. It was just. We not. swept them. We swept them. But I thought it was against the Angels. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, but but my point is just like yeah, like that could happen, and it could be Giolito, Lynn, Johnny Cueto, and Cease. I just there's something wrong with that team. I watch every game. <laughs> I watched tonight, and they won by a lot, and it was just it was pins and needles the bases loaded no outs and Not we had a... to wait until two outs and two strikes when lewis roberts hit that amazing grand slam but it's like he was a, a an outside pitch away from being called out on strikes right before that 
and it would have been two to one instead of mm-hmm. six to one. Anyway, I just I don't I, I don't I don't see it being the Sox, and I think they need to take advantage of it because they're going to be teams like the Dodgers. You could sell Giolito to the Dodgers for uh, like Bobby Miller, or some other guy. Like they're they'll do it. Maybe I mean that's a good it's a good call out. Uh, I'm not optimistic that the, the White Sox are actually going to ever do something like that. You know that. Oh, there's no way they're going to do that. And it's because Jerry Reinsdorf's like 90 years old and he wants to win again before he dies. But the the thing is, looking at the Sox, their only chance to make the playoffs, even at this point of the year, is to win the division. Fortunately, they're only five games out, right? But mm-hmm. – or now four games, they just beat the Twins tonight. So they're four games out, but that's their only path because all of the wild card, the Mariners, right? The the Orioles have better records than the White Sox. And they're like fifth or sixth in the wild card. So mm-hmm. anyway, I spent too much time on that. Sorry. But um, <laughs> no, I just, it, it's, it's the parody. It's, 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 I think it's, you know, it, when, when you brought that up about the league, it just reminded me about baseball now. Uh, no, it's, no, it's, no. I, I think it's I think it's fair. Anyway, um, we've got a lot to get to. Um, I know. So this week. So uh, any any major predictions of this week? Let's briefly talk about next week, and then we'll get into the other stuff. No major predictions this week. I think obviously I'm going to lose. I think you're going to lose. Ooh, I think Josh is going to win, thanks. and I think I think Sunil is going to pull it out. Crips will win. And I think that uh, Autovish versus SM wildcard 50 50. <laughs> Toss a coin. How about you? Any In thoughts terms of, uh, of, th- of this week? Yeah. Um, I think that most of these matchups are going to be coin flips on Sundays. Um, I do think that uh, Lowe has a chance, and as does Ken, of upsetting them. Which is really interesting. Um, I think Chen's gonna win. Um, and I mean, I, I'm gonna. I don't want to overplay this, but like, Zabo losing to to um, to Vishnu is it's not necessarily a big like revelatory thing. Um, it's kind of surprising that that uh, Zabo's teams. Maybe we should talk about his team in the following podcast. But um, his team, he. I think he's the next one who needs to. Like he, if he's if you're listening, Zavo, it's in your best interest to just mark it in the sand of sell now. You know, you're not going to get a better opportunity of every of all the teams that are in it. They're going to be clamoring over, and you're probably going to get top dollar. Um, I say that, but just if if Vishnu does beat you, you better just jump at the opportunity of getting like first round draft picks. Uh, maybe some prospects that are close to the. To the am, I, am I crazy? Am I crazy? Any, no, 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 no. I'm just. Has anyone? I, I love how you say that, that. Like first round draft picks. Has anyone in the league other than me ever traded a first round draft pick? I know I've done it twice. I know. Outside of you, but you would do it totally. Is my point. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. As would I. I, I will As go in a first round pick for whatever. Okay. Yeah. I'll believe it when I see it, Chippers. No, uh, my point is like he. You, Zava, you have a very long hill up to to uh, to ride to to get into the playoffs. Um, at this point, I don't see it in your cards, especially if you lose here. Um, that don't put you... see it in your cards. <laughs> don't drag me into this. Four... No, 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 no. I'm not. Uh, this is me. This is me. <laughs> He'd be five and nine, and I think the playoff 
te- set teams are are probably two games ahead of him. Um, two, two games ahead of him with like seven weeks. <laughs> totally, totally. So like, yeah, he could run the table and totally be in it. It's just not possible. I, I don't. Do you remember the year that it. Vishnu did that? Or no, Vishnu started off like twelve and zero, and then he lost every single game. The Correct. Rest. Remember that year? Correct. Well, no. Well, I he actually had it twice. If if Jay can confirm this, if he's listening ever. Uh, I think Vishnu had two instances of like one season running the table, like I think 10 in a row or 14 in a row or something like that. And then he had a separate year that he went tw- like 11 and 0 and then lost the next 11 or something like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I that, but he had like... it twice. It wasn't just once. It was twice. That's where awesome. His team just went nuts. Um, anyway, we love you. Vishnu. Well, so I, I just want to point out having checked his team, because to your point, I'm always looking for moves. It was There's really a lot hard of red. Find. There's a lot of red on There's, his team. It was dude. Hard. There were like two players that I want. And he red, actually red, red, like, red, 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 you know, red. You'd be red, interested in this guy instead. Red. And I was actually like, no, like rationally, I probably should, but he just happens to be a guy I really think is overrated. Half of like, his team is not playing. Half of his team is not playing. Half of his well, team is well, not playing. All right. So, anywho, uh, let's get into so next week, just real briefly. Um, who do you, Josh, you play? Josh is Autobish, so that's Josh is going to be winning that. Evermore and Dave, that might be the matchup of the week. Ever, uh, Jay against Auto Dave. Yeah, that's a good matchup. Yeah, like if Jay wins this week and Dave wins this week, they both like anyway, it's a good, um, good matchup. John and, and John and me, and then you and Sunil. I think you and Sunil's a matchup made in heaven. Yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna be a fun matchup, especially if his team actually wins this week and and I win this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, really doesn't matter. It'll still be a fun matchup. We're close enough that that'll work. Low is going up against the Crips. Yeah. That would be a fun upset for Low. Mm-hmm. I think he can do it too. Um, Great. If Crips team, like I feel bad for. I, sometimes I feel bad for Chen, where it's like. Like, it's just no, so no, like, no, I know, no, I'm, I'm usually like saying you're sorry about Trump or something. Like, sorry, <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's not that bad. It's, I mean, it's close. He went to Ohio State, so it's close, but it's not- right? I'm talking like there's a lot anyway. Well, um, coming from a guy pretty unlucky in breakdown, I feel bad for Chen because he right now is tied for second, or excuse me, tied for first with the best breakdown. And again, to those listening, that's if you played everybody, what would your record be? So he's the fact that he's not in the top six means he's unlucky. And the last he, match, he up, has been, he has been unlucky. I'll, I'll Ken versus swing and miss. That's I'm leaning Ken. I'm leaning Ken too. I, you know, I still think that Ken and Lowe um, have got a, up, a upswing potential here um, in the la- latter half of the year. That they still is as long as they stay healthy. Lowe's team, I think, has been kind of the wild card. The health has been the wild card for his team, historically speaking, especially. Right. If he can stay healthy and active, I, there's some there's some interesting stuff. But like he just had Jazz Chisholm and Brandon Love on that DL. Um, and his anyway rotation. He's got like Frankie Montes just went on the IL or. It's it's been a tough it's been tough to I imagine manage it, but he's got some good good players have been breaking out. So it's uh, I'm speaking in, on of Lowe's team. So anyway, I'm excited. We'll see. Ditto. Um, 
Okay, so listen, let's take a quick break here. And after the break, folks, we are going to shred apart Team Cynical. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're going to talk about players first. We can't. We we can't shred Sunil's team. Okay, that's that enough. is right the, the end. Break, you're right. Okay, okay, you're right. That's we're going to save that for the end, so mm. we can end on a, a note that I can let out all my aggression and, and fall asleep. Apologies. We we need so, a producer in case some you were you're listening. Hundred <clears throat> percent. So, uh, <laughs> without further ado, a word from our sponsor. Do you have players, by the way? You do you have a couple players in mind? I do. Okay, good. I've got a couple just loaded up here just in case. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Welcome back. Was it we have to redo our commercial, don't we? We probably should update our commercial. Uh do you want yeah. me to do something uncomfortably uh weird? Or yeah, do you want to? It's, I think it's your turn. So why don't you go ahead and do it? And maybe this conversation will be moot because Chip will have done it before we publish. You want to start over? No, I don't. I want to keep the awkwardness. So <laughs> there's no do-overs, Chip. This is the Beef League podcast, okay? This is serious. Okay. All right. Jesus. This is. So okay. Chip, Chip brought up an interesting topic, uh, a new topic for us to do this week. And rather than let Chip explain it, because it took me about 10 texts to figure out what he's trying to say, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to explain it really quickly. And so we've, we've each picked a few players that we want to point out and discuss whether it's because they've totally tanked it or doing something amazing, or if they're doing what they've consistently done, like is Chris Davis seven. Um, we just want to, we just want to, these are players that we just want to discuss and chip with that intro. Uh, you can go out first off, correct me if I'm wrong, but that is what we're doing. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I, I the, the there's another podcast that you and I both listen to, uh, Rates and Barrels, and and uh, they do different angles on this. But uh, one angle that I am I, I like that our, our conversations because our conversations offline are very much of this of this nature of like, what the hell is going on with blah 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 person, and yeah, and it's it's like I, I'm it's it's baffling, and then you say something similar like it's very baffling, but then blah blah blah, and you point out one little fact, and then over the over the course of like five minutes we unravel like oh i didn't know that oh i didn't know that and uh i just want to throw out a, a couple of players we won't spend an hour on this but we will spend maybe um a couple of minutes per, per per player and um maybe we'll completely misread things we're not going to be talking about necessarily our players on our teams but we're going to be talking about just interesting players that are breaking out or stinking the the lot and uh um, and we'll see what, how it goes. So I've got a couple of players. You've got a couple of players. I'm I'm leaning towards hitters just for now. We can talk oh, about no. pitchers too. I wonder. I wonder if we're actually going to have. So just so that people listening know, we haven't communicated on who these guys are. So I'm interested to see if there's some overlap. I've got seven. I've got seven. So if you oh, you go first, I I will I will add I will pick and choose, assuming that you haven't had the the rest of the, the lot. So you no, I do. But what I'm saying is they may be duplicates. Right, so you go first. The, you go first. You go oh, first. I go first. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, <laughs> question for you: mm -hmm. Highest OPS in the league right now in Major League Baseball? Ooh. OPS uh, on base percentage plus slugging. Yeah, it's a metric of how often you get on base and when you do hit the ball, how hard you hit it. My first guess is Goldschmidt. 
I'm not looking at any. Marketing, okay. So that's my guess. If you had, if, do you want to do one guess? Goldsmith's number two. Yeah. That was a really good guess. Right, I'll give you a hint up. for number one. Okay. Hint for number one. He Jordan. Is Jordan. Ross. Jordan. Yeah. 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 He'd be my other guess because he's not my traditional OBP guy, but um, he's he's been a monster. He just got injured though, right? Um, I know this. He's on Jay's team. I'm playing Jay this week, and Jordan got hurt on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely texted that to Jay once. Did not get a response, and then texted it to him again. Um, so. <laughs> Good timing. Good timing. I uh, no, but so I actually didn't realize until you know you set me on this project. It, 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 you're like I swear every time I look at box scores or I'm watching baseball on the bottom of the screen, it's like you're on Alvarez Homer. You're on like he's had a really good year, man. And mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's DH only, but if and when they ever let Yuli Gurriel retire and he moves to first base, and like he's only what 25, 26. Yeah. Uh, I'm checking that now, but um, he's 25. 25. He's man. Like he can be really good. Mm-hmm. Like he can be really good. Uh-huh. Well, so okay. Uh, so, like the the, the re- going into this year, just we, years ago, we 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 uh, we ripped Jay a new one, uh, and Jay will will attest to this. I remember him contemplating about Jordan um, and the keeping him, and I'm like, well, he's a DH only. And yep. right, and we're like, you know, he's not going to get. Uh, you can't keep a DH only. And then there was a back and forth about his eligibility for the outfield and blah blah blah. And then there's like, no, his knees are too terrible. Blah blah blah. He's never well, going to play the outfield. The and now he's he was 22. Okay, what the hell? Yeah. Who are we to judge? Um, yeah, he's playing, he's playing it, the it outfield like, now and he's fine. So for the record, he was shut. completely he was he was completely subordinate with like having both of his knees fail on him. And he's a big guy. So when I saw the DH only and he had both knees had surgery, like within one year of another, I was just like, this dude is like, he's going to be too fat to to succeed. And like, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at his stats now. His BABIP is under 300. It's at 299. Mm-hmm. Um, which means like he still has room to, <laughs> to act. I mean, right. You're thinking of a, a, a better BABIP than somewhere over 300. Um, right. Like I, I don't know what the average is, better than two ninety nine. It's got to be something like two three fifty. Um. Well, I mean, his his career BABIP is is it's a different. That's a different thing. It's like you know, speed. He, and I, I'm looking quality. at that, and I'm just saying he's got room that he could potentially improve. Totally, totally. Uh, the only thing I would otherwise add on Jordan is his his strikeout percentage came down drastically since his rookie year. And so that's why his, you know, his BABIP can go down and his average is still stays the same. It, he's he's just a really good hitter. I mean, he's just up there. I mean, it's just, yeah. just he's he's going to be Jay's in Jay's lineup for the next fifteen years. Um, I I don't know why I know. you chose him. It's not that all that interesting. It's, it's, it's frankly back, annoying. Back to, back to your point of how back to your point of how like when he was keeping his DH, a large part of why I was making fun of him was that he already had like seven guys that played first base dh like he had vado rizzo and like Mm -hmm. all these guys and i was just like you're keeping the one guy that can't even play first base like wouldn't you want to keep a guy (laughs) that you know you might be able to swap out in case of an injury or whatever and jay was right and Jordan is has been really good yeah i don't know why you brought that why did you bring that up seriously 
just because I <laughs> because I wanted to rub it in Jay's face that he's injured yes. while we're yes. playing together. Totally. All right. You saw that chip? Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Right, so so it's a number two. Number two. You're, you do one. Me? Oh, yeah. okay. Um, you know, I, I'm not even going to ask you to roll up on a fan graphs on this, but who's the best shortstop in the game right now? Best shortstop in the game right now? Well, I would say Tim Anderson, but he's not. Uh, the best shortstop in the game. Or highest war for a shortstop is I don't I don't like it like that offensive war. Yeah, it's not it's not true for the record. Um, the player I want to talk about, but um, the highest war the, the 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 I meant the offensive war, and the player I want to talk about is uh, Danzy Swanson. I I was actually going to guess Danzy. He's number three in offensive war, uh, behind Bogarts and Trey Turner. But it's he's he's interesting. Of like, what the hell happened here? Like. Years was ago, he, he he was the number one pick years ago, yeah. right? Was he like, even kept last year though, or was he drafted? Yeah, like that's the thing. I don't think I I, I haven't even looked. I'm you can go ahead and, and check the draft uh, results. Yeah, I'll check if the he draft. was drafted. But I mean, he's got 14 home runs, 14 stolen bases, and he's still got like a significantly high strikeout percentage. So like, a lot of this is either good luck or just hot hitting, whatever you want to call it. Jay but, drafted him in the second round this year, so he wasn't even kept. He wasn't even kept. No, but and on top of that, he was the second shortstop t- shortstop taken. The first one was uh, O'Neill. Well, O'Neill Cruz. So whatever. I, that's another time. That's another for, for our purposes. He was the first. Yeah. So, but it's interesting. He was the first overall draft pick a number of years ago from uh, the Braves or Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. He was the Diamondbacks, and he was traded right. Does that no? Was that right? Yeah, he was drafted yes, by the was, Diamondbacks and then traded. Uh, he was traded with. Um, You're right. He was traded in the. I don't. I don't remember, but he he was traded, and it was largely because, despite being a first round draft pick, he kind of sucked, and they had yes. Jazz Chism. They also had Jazz Chisholm, so they were like, uh-huh. "We can afford to get rid of Dansby." Uh, needless to say, the Diamondbacks organization those years. A bit uh, aloof. A bit aloof. Wasn't Tony Larusa part of the? Uh, I'm not even kidding. But wasn't no, he part no, you're of right, the? You're right. You're um, right. And who's the? I don't uh, know if the, the overlap was. I know he was there at some point. Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart and Dave Stewart and Tony Larusa. That's were right. Part of the yeah, group, I think that was they, they like forced a lot of GM moves. Um. No, Dave Stewart was the GM. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you're. And Larusa was a like senior advisor. Yeah, yeah. So Arizona traded Inciarte, Aaron Blair, and Swanson for Shelby Miller and Gabe Spire in basically the worst trade ever <laughs> in 2015. Had Dansby Swanson not done what he's doing this year, and frankly, last year he was last year he got better. But had he not done that, that would have been the biggest trade of inconsequential people ever. Anyway, so uh, to now. Um, the point of bringing him up, I think he's hot right now, and I don't think it's going to sustain all year. Um, whatever, don't. no, I think he's going to come back to earth. Um, the, on the flip side, his his defensive war is really good. He's always been a pretty good defensive, at least rates defensively pretty well. So he's going to get like uh, value in, in that system um, that way. So like he may end up like a three or four war player. I think he's right now at the hot end. Um, 
so Jay's, you know, gotten he's ridden the 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 wave. Maybe something changes and improves. Um, I'm not going to overanalyze this, but so Swanson's been a weird weird breakout. So kudos to Jay. Who's yeah, good news for Jay. And I, I I don't know. I for some reason I'm buying it. It's just one of those weird like that team just has something weird happening. I mean, they even won the Adam World Series Duvall, last year. They won that. Well, last no, year. I know they won the World Series. So they're without Acuna, and like that's where I'm like, look at my boy uh, Wilson Contreras's brother. Like he's like this. Of course, the one year where I'm like, oh, I've got Grandal and Ribeye. I don't need to pick up William Contreras. I've had him on my team the last three years, and now he's actually playing and doing really well. Like it's just I, I'm not going to explain it. They've they've got something in the water there. So. His swinging strike percentage is the highest of his career. Good for him. Danby Swinton? Yeah. Um, his swinging percentage go. in the strike zone is at the highest of his career. I mean, those are those, those what that I mean is that actually the 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 peripheral stats support um the the performance so far, but his like strikeout percentage is crazy high. So like <laughs> either one's going to give or the other, or this performance is going to continue. It's not very insightful for the record. I know. I just want to call it out because it's being a, an very, interesting player. Interesting. Player. Very insightful chip. I know. Go ahead I know. and give us your second one. I have to, I'm, I'm walking outside right now because my big dog hasn't gone to the bathroom and I'm trying to entice him to join, join me outside. Second uh, player. So go ahead. Is uh, Brendan Drury. I'm going to, I'm going to plead ignorance. I don't understand what the hell's going on. I don't pay attention to the Reds. I try not to. They were awful. I wanted Joe Va- Joey Votto. I don't know the rest of the team. I think they're awful. Um, their pitching staff, I have a lot of other questions. I actually, it's probably more insightful, but maybe for another day. Between Hunter Green, Lodolo, and a couple other guys. But Brandon Drury is their all-star. <laughs> what? So- what I'm going to throw something out there and tell me if this comparison means that or you know, if you see it as well. Sure. Let me get it. One more beer. Okay. So don't know where we, where you lost me, but I'm going to throw this out there because I read something about Brandon Drake. Obviously he's having a crazy good year, career year. Yeah. And he's been one of those guys who, like would go through spurts, but then would hurt or wouldn't have the opportunity. Ooh, hold on, hurt. hold on. Are, we, are you officially starting like this? You're just rambling in. I am. <laughs> so welcome everyone. <laughs> so, so get this. Well, there was technical technical difficulties. Whatever. We don't need a producer, folks. We don't cover up our errors. We're as true <laughs> as it gets. So mm. this I, because he's having a good year, the Reds are obviously going to trade him. And one of the places they mentioned that he might go to is the Dodgers. And then I immediately thought of the Viking Turner. Mm. Didn't he have like, you know, it was just underwhelming, but like did some things okay, but never got, was always hurt or didn't get the opportunity. And then he went to uh, the Dodgers at like age 31. And you're talking about Justin up. Turner? Justin Turner. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, he, no, okay, you're 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 bad mouthing Justin Turner. Like he had a breakout year with the Mets. Um, yes, and that's what I'm saying. This might age like 31 or like 30. 
Dana Drury. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I, I'm with you. I'm making, like, I'm making the comparison in that, like, it's this might be Drury's breakout at age 31 or 30 or whatever the hell he is, just like it was for Justin Turner. Mm. I, if I remember right, and this is me flipping through stats, just in wrong. Uh, <laughs> You're seeing Brett Lowry. Brett Lowry? Yeah, remember? He was like your favorite player. Anywho, I know what I was meaning was was my splits. I, I was under the impression that Lowry has a bad uh, uh, average rate. We're talking about Drury. <laughs> no, but his uh, his slash line, it's lefties right versus righty. Um, he's versus, yeah, he's a righty versus lefties. He's he crushes them, and my point is historically like he, he that that he's always been a split guy he he or he's a, a platoon guy essentially um so why like why is he breaking out right now versus um you know he's always been like every team he's been on with Arizona Toronto he's had, Mets he's never really had Cincinnati. a full season he's never had a full season I don't like go back he's either injured or he's a a platoon guy or whatever and like sometimes the, the platoon guys, it's just they go off the numbers. But if if you don't have a thousand at bats against righties because they never play against righties, you don't have stat like the stats are always going to be off. So maybe this is just him now playing every no. day for his career. No, well, okay. So in, in uh, this is doing extraordinarily rudimentary analysis, but his slash line when it comes to batting against righties because again he's or against lefties because he's a right-handed batter you know his walk rate in, in, is, is atrocious it it's like what are three three point seven percent um his slash line his ops is seven sixty four against uh against uh lefties all right now what do you think his slash line is this year against lefties uh it's much higher. I'll have you know. Okay, we'll save everyone the time, the the elegance. It's a thousand right now. Um, so you're not so, buying, is what you're saying. You're not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. But well, the thing is, like, so he has been a, a platoon guy, and he right now is crushing lefties. I think that you bring the the league hasn't adjusted to him is essentially what I'm getting at. Um, he's a fine player, fine, and he should play every day. I don't think he's playing. He's going to be this level all year moving forward. He's his world is going to come crashing or it, at some point. Maybe this year, maybe next year. Um, but like his right now, his slash like he's he's got maybe an OPS of like nine, no eight seventy four, so eight seventy three. It's going to come down because most of it's coming from lefties and uh, and honestly you. You just pitch a righty against him, and it'll deflate that immediately. 18 home runs so far. Um, it's a, basically one of his lowest uh, strikeout rates of the year of, of his career, which is great. I mean, write it out. He'll get traded to a team, honestly, uh, and then, then they'll have to deal with the, the exposure. So I brought it up. It's, I think he's the all-star for the Reds, which is kind of crazy because they have Joey Votto, and I think that Joey Votto probably should be in the all-star game, but whatever. He's not even having a good year. Oh, come on. But no, no, he's not having a good year, Chip. <laughs> they still, like, of, of all the players, 
You probably should have Votto. No, uh, no, that's just wrong on so many levels. Or Tommy Pham. Like, Tommy Pham is having. Uh, there, no, he's not having a good year. Pretty yeah, awful. Oh, my too. God. You're just failing across the board. If anyone on their shortstop that took over and like Mark Reynolds, but Reynolds, but the second no, Mark Matt, Reynolds. Not Matt, Matt Reynolds? Matt Reynolds. No, Mark no. Reynolds, not Matt Reynolds. Didn't they have another shortstop come up? No, just. just Okay, forget it. So, um, yeah, well, I like Drury. I kind of, I, I've had him on a few teams. I thought like he was going to get a chance at the Blue Jays back in the day, and then that right. never happened. He got hurt. Or the Diamondbacks. And then, yeah, and then he, you know, like, and so I, I've kind of was like, well, he was okay as a young player, just never had the opportunity, in my opinion. So I see him. I'm not saying keep him, obviously, but I am saying you next believe- year's draft. So he two for two. You believe? I don't believe. Two for two. Okay. Two for two. All right. You want one more from me, or what do you want to? Do? You... Yeah, go ahead. Because my last one's a pitching one, and I don't. You said you were doing any pitchers. No, I'm not doing any pitchers. Um, yeah. Well, let me see if I'm. All right. Uh, because I'm not trying to like do deep barrel uh, scraping. Like Drury is at my the bottom of a barrel. I'm I'm gonna scrape. Next one is Francisco Lindor. Of like the the really good Mets. All right. Yes. What do you think his OPS is? Uh, eight twenty-five. Seven forty. Seven fifty. Oh. Um. I mean, he's still having a a pretty decent year in terms of WAR. How many RBIs? Doesn't he have like sixty RBIs already? Sixty-four. Sixty-four. Yeah. Um. Be up there. It's up there. Um. So he might like finish with like. Like twenty eight homers and like a hundred RBIs. Like, Remember, so when he first started and had value, it mm-hmm. was I thought he's gonna be a speed before power guy, and then he had a couple years where it was pretty close, speed and power, and yeah. then he just out for power, and his average dropped and everything, and so obviously the power hasn't come back, but mm-hmm. he's clearly fantasy worthy from the standpoint that that team is as good as they hoped they would be and mm-hmm. it, like people are on base for him to hit them home like it's if you have a 726 and lead uh, OPS and see whatever OPS and, and lead the league in RBI is like oh, I'll take it I don't care about the OPS <laughs> right now, hey. now you would say of course that it's not sustainable for, for RBIs and, and I think what I'm saying is that with this team the way they're playing yeah, he'll end up with over 100 or close to 100 and not even be the best version of himself. No, no, I actually kind of agree with everything you just said. Like the, the counting stats, I don't I don't actually dispute those. Um, right. Like the counting stats are the weird part. <laughs> like, no, that's I mean, like, well, or for me, frankly, I would set that aside. I, I, I think that it's kind of the, my, my, the point that I bring him up is that like you look at the slash line of 244, 317, 433. Would you? Get excited about a player on your team, let That's alone like, your no, shortstop. Well, so hold on. So let's be like, I if we were to look at and evaluate like the average OPS, and then even look at OPS for like guys that were capped. Mm-hmm. I think that things this year, all everyone's OPS is down. No, no, exactly. You're 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 getting so, at my point. You're getting at my so, point. So, so I appreciate right, it. Thank you. What I'm saying is like it's for me when I looked at Lindor and you brought up the 760 OPS. I was, I thought the inverse, like I thought 
that would like so for you you look at his ops and you look at his numbers and you're like that doesn't make sense for me i look at his numbers and i look at his ops and i'm like that doesn't make sense <laughs> like well, no, okay. Look, look, hold on, hold on. Let me. It, it's not like shocking news for the record. It's, it's basically the same thing as last year. The bigger point is that like <clears throat> his counting stats are up. Honestly, like he's already gotten more uh, RBIs than he did last year in 125 games. Um, he's done in 88 games. He already has more. St- he has more RBIs. He's gonna be. He's gonna break all his stats with the Mets. Um, and the thing is, it's like. <laughs> It's a hundred slugging percentage lower, a hundred points lower than when he was with the Indians, and it's just it's it's the optics. And to your point, like the optics of the league is down. The counting stats are the counting stats. I mean, the Mets team is they have more people on base. There's more opportunities. Right. Yeah, for sure. It, 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 that's not worth that's, analyzing. That's why they're winning. Things. And they're winning. But my point is, like, is is Lindor a keeper? Yes. He probably is, right? But then you but you look at the slash line, you look at it and you're like, uh I miss the Lindor of twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. Like I miss those guys. Yeah. And, and who like Lowe made a couple trade or he made a couple trades, he got himself some vets. And he took a I think he made one trade and he got both Yelich and Lindor. And one of them has panned out at least uh, in, mm-hmm. in Lindor. Um, but it was kind of, you know, I, I think everyone would have had the same reading at being like, well, it's 50 50 for both. So, <laughs> you know, there's hope, right. hope at least one. Out. So anyway, I, it, it's not a knock on um, low or whoever the, whoever owns the other players that I just I, I called out, but more so just, it's very surprising that like, they're having good counting. In this case, it's good counting stats. Right. But the peripherals don't suggest like, ooh, you should keep this guy. He's going to get better. Yeah. Um, and it's maybe he will. Maybe he will. I mean, his, the thing is about Lindor is that his his defense is so great. He's pretty healthy, which is really the, a, a fantastic s- skill that we largely underrate. Right. Um, well, because there's no way. He's a good There's player. No predictability to it. No, well, uh, I mean, there, there, I think there is more. There's some. There's some. What his name is is trying to do for pitchers. The uh, anyway, it's it's still it ain't easy. It is, yes. is still the point. Um, anyway, I just I it was an interesting name. So anyway, that's Lindor. Who are your names? So my last one, and, and this is the last one of our of this segment. Um, sure. We we shred Sunil apart. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out that the fact that Dylan Cease is not an all star is just nuts to me. This guy, like I said, I watch most White Sox games. This guy, it's like he's a two outcome pitcher. He's going to strike you out, or he's going to no, not absolutely three outcome pitcher. He's going to strike you out. You're going to make weak contact, or you're going to walk. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and I guess he has like a ten percent, you know, uh, home run fly ball rate. But or excuse me, under ten percent for the first time in his career. He was at like eighteen his first year. Um, he so as a Sox fan, like I'm so excited about him. He should one hundred percent be an All Star. And it's watching him that just gives me so much confidence. That more confidence in saying that we just need to get rid of Giolito. I just think Giolito is. 
got like a five ERA. Chip, I know I'm not doing this to rip on you. I'm doing this more so to rip on the Sox because they're going to end up paying him money at the end of this year that he just does not deserve. And I don't think he's ever going to be an ace. And I'm watching Cease, and I'm like, this is what an ace looks like. You, you might not be wrong. I, I, I'm, I, I know you, you brought him up because of the White Sox, not because of me. Um, I know. Um, but, no, but my, my the, biggest my, thing is like Cease to me not being an all-star is just nuts because his numbers oh, are... Oh, calm down. Jesus. Like someone's going to quit, just not want to do the all-star game and he's going to get opted in. Knock it off. It, is that your <laughs> angle? Is that your angle, really? He's like there's, like there's like 15 people who literally should be in the on the all-star teams and they're not. And they're, this that is, is a typical process. This is a typical is, process. No, it's not ever been this blatant. Uh, okay. <laughs> do you think there's like a crime against humanity with behind this? <laughs> no, but I do think there's a bit of a conspiracy. So I'll just leave it at that. Let's move on to shredding. For, team for the record, I totally agree. I totally agree with everything you you, you pointed out about Cease. He's 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 great. He's great. Yeah. So carry he on. really. I really. I really love watching him, and he's like the only guy that's been more dominant than him this year, in my opinion. Is Shane McClanahan, who was once on my team. Anyway, yeah, he's he's, he's had a nuts here. Mm-hmm. He's had a nuts here. Okay, Team Sunnicle. So, oh, okay, so we're transitioning. We're transitioning to Team Sunnicle, and I want um, to point out how much I dislike his team. So, go on, go on. He basically has two good players: Trey Turner and Shohei Itani. And the rest of these guys are just like, for example, Anthony Rizzo. We're top 35 player with a 224 batting average. Mm-hmm. Um, who else does he have? Guys that are just, I told them to pick up Rowdy Rudy Tellez. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and like Eugene Suarez having an okay year, actually a pretty good year. The rest of his team. Okay. So Sonical's team is garbage. Okay. So I just want, we're, we're going to start here going through this. And I apologize in advance. It's getting late. I'm tired, and I'm just going to let it all out on Sonny's team. Okay, so he's basically two good players. Trey Turner and Shohei Otani. The rest of these guys are garbage. Anthony Rizzo's got a 224 average, and he's 34th overall. Adelise Garcia's got like a 210 average, not really. 238 average. He's 37th overall. I'm taking the under on every single one of his offensive players. Eugene Suarez having a good year. Wilson Contreras playing out of his mind comparatively. There's not a single, I gave him Rowdy Rudy Tellez and because he had an illegal roster and the rest of his sucks. And then his pitching, he's got like Corbin Burns, very good. Then Dakota Hudson, terrible. Cole Irving, no one knows who he is. Noel Syndergaard, not even going to get trade interest because he's had such a crap season. Framber is Framber's good. I like Framber. Tyler Wells, okay, whatever. Eno likes him. He's still got a 3280 ERA and only 53 strikeouts. And he's got like Chris Bassett on the bench who's been hot or cold. No one good that's injured. With the exception of Edwin Diaz, his relievers are just junk. And there you go. I I, I am strongly, if I had, if we were going to take odds on teams that barely make the playoffs that are currently number one. Mm-hmm. 
I'm picking Team Sonical. I cannot, I cannot for the life of me explain how he has the best breakdown in the league with this team, other than the fact that these guys are all going to come back down to earth, and at the end, this breakdown is going to be middle of the pack. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Um, I haven't done analysis on his relievers, but I'll I'll spare you on that for a moment. Okay. So, you you okay? You started off your rant, lack of a better way of putting it, in saying you acknowledge Trey Turner and uh and Otani, correct? Correct. Okay. That's good. It's a good start. It's a it's it's a healthy start to acknowledge. Uh, I'm giving you kudos for that. Um, you know, I also acknowledge that you you called out that he has a lot of um, fat on his team. Uh, players who are not really all that good, and I don't know why he just hasn't subbed him out for hotter players. Totally acknowledge. Um, but on the flip side, he does have other players that are having some breakouts, like Adelis Garcia, who's having a year just like you had last year, but because of the stolen bases, he's elevated. Jeremy Pena has, is a fantastic rookie. Is he is he all that like lighting the world on fire? No, and not at all. I can't hear you. I traded him Adelis Garcia last year because he started really, really, really hot, and then at the All Star break or whenever it was. He like was his second half stats were terrible. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I'll give credit for is that he's actually this may be who he mm-hmm. two forward player, but for the majority of the time I had him, he was batting something crazy like near three hundred. Correct. And so it's I don't know if I'd call him. Plus, he's like sixty, so I don't know if I'd call him a breakout. And he's playing I way ahead of his projection. Anyway, I would time, definitely take the time. under. There's, t- there's time. To I'll take point. the under on him done. reproducing the second half like that. I'm not done. Okay, Taylor Ward. Okay, so you're the get the, the premise that you're getting after is why is his breakdown and his performance that uh, Sunil's performance this year have been so good? No, Taylor that's not Ward. my premise. My premise is I think based on my analysis of his team that he's going to end up middle of the pack and breakdown because I know why his breakdown is good. It's because okay, all these crap players are having career years. Part two. Okay, that's called. Let me let me clarify. So Taylor Ward had was he like April Player of the Year? He was on <laughs> fire. No, it's like April and beginning of May. He was like a top five player, and now he's at like a hundred, which means by the end of the year he'll be where he belongs at like two hundred. Jeremy Pena has been ahead of the curve as well. He's now at one hundred twenty-five, but he was in the top fifty for the first two months. So he yeah. had a couple players, and I add in Anthony Rizzo, like. All and, home runs. And even with, like I actually like Pena. Pena got hurt and missed some time, so I don't even know if his fall is so much that because uh-huh. even totally when agree. he was like when he was top whatever top fifty, he was still only batting like two twenty five. He was just hitting the ball hard when he did. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, just to end on on Sunil's team here, though, he's got Corbin Burns. He's had Noah Syndergaard playing out of his mind until recently. No, 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 no. Noah Syndergaard has not a good year. No, he's been fine is the point. He, he has a four ERA. He's, he's, he's gotten progressively worse. And he, he, has, he doesn't have a case. He doesn't have a case. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. He doesn't have a case because he's I know. I know. You're breaking up, too. Okay. Anyway, my point is that Framber Valdez is his only other pitcher he has. Chris Bassett's on his bench, but he's been his third best pitcher 
to date. Jose Quintana has been playing out of his mind. It's bench fodder, to be honest. Um, so he's been playing above his pay grade, lack of a better way of putting it, all year. I'm I'm with you, but there is actually some talent on the team. So it wouldn't be, I don't think it's going to crash or anything. I think his team's going to actually perform pretty well. He, and he, the, the, the point to that is he's got like Michael Harris, who he just plugged in. He's got some other players like Suarez who's been picking up recently. He's got a number of other players who have been picking it up recently to to offset, um, say, Taylor Ward falling off. So I actually think Riley Green it hasn't had a, a, a an amazing start so far, but he could pick it up as a an outfielder for the Tigers as a rookie. There's actually some something there um, with Sunil's team, I think. Are you there? I am here, and I disagree. <laughs> I think okay. So you think he's going to crash and fall? I think he's just not. Play- he's playing over his head, sure, but he's not going to fall off the cliff. Uh, I don't think he, it's responsible to have his rotation with Cole Irvin, Dakota Hudson, Tyler Wells. I don't. I think that's irresponsible. It's kind of like being drunk behind the wheel at this point. He needs to do something about his uh, rotation. But that that comes- he's not going to do a thing. No, well, but that being said, you could say the same thing about my rotation, and I would openly acknowledge that. that uh... I have said that about your rotation <laughs> a lot, and it's I deserved. I... It's it's been a tough year for for pitching. I'll have you know, yeah. for me at least. You, on the other hand, you're just willy nilly, just throwing away players. Uh, whenever exactly, that's why when I offer you, you know, Kyle Wright in a trade, he could be next year's Sean, whatever, McClanahan. Sure, sure. Anyway, uh, I think Sunil's team is not. I, I think is playing over way over his head. Um, the the other things that we're not calling out is playing time. I think he actually because he's been having like an active roster at least. Um, he's getting the counting stats. I haven't looked at. I, you know what? Oh, that's my my current theory is that his counting stats are actually middle of the pack or if not top of the league um year to date what do you think i will agree i bet he's in the he's better than we would anticipate i'm gonna sort by runs here year to date he is fourth in runs he is third in home runs third in rbis stolen bases he is third in stolen bases and i'm just gonna go slugging it up obp middle of the pack and bottom uh well third from bottom in obp so it's an interesting counting stats he's getting he's he's getting um extra stuff on on that he's the third worst in in uh strikeouts fyi jay is by far the worst um but he jay's team is selling out for power which we already called out in terms of pitching does he lead the league in something that's going to be eye-opening to you? No. Any guesses? No. Second to last and wins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just eyeballing uh, saves and holds. I think I think he lead, he's up there in saves because of Edwin Diaz. Yeah, Edwin so Diaz. And he does have that kid from uh, the former Twins guy that's now in San Diego. 71 save plus holds, um, which I think is up there um i think it's ahead of most teams except you um i think you're in the lead 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're in the lead in total. Uh, 68, 72. You have 72, and Sunil is at 71. Um, in terms of ERA, you're up there with, with Chen, which is the, no surprise. And Sunil's at number five. I'm second to bottom how in the ERA, which is no surprise. How is it no surprise that my patchwork pitching ERA? Have you? I mean, we've we've called we've we've discussed your team at length. Your pitching is fine. I mean, between Darvish and Cortez and Verlander, etc., you have a good rotation. Everyone else is 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 trying to figure. I know it out. it's a patchwork rotation. I'm telling you, I pitching for the last two years. I can't explain it. Yeah, and somehow generally... you haven't gotten anything out of this. Nothing. Literally no. nothing, nothing. Like I haven't gotten the bat and I haven't won it. So yes, there's nothing I've gotten. Out. Uh, and then the trade. Who, who, who do you think is who do you think is last in quality starts? Uh, last in quality starts. Mm-hmm. Um, Vishnu. Nope. There's someone worse than Vishnu in quality starts. Oh, you know why Vishnu isn't probably last in that because he probably has too many injured pitchers. <laughs> So he had he nope. won't have had enough starts. It's uh, me. It's me. Is it you? Yeah. <laughs> Four behind him. Four. Like it, it is like a statistical significance behind him um, at this point because most of the league is in the 40s um, or 50s. And so what? I'm at 35. This is, uh, yeah, it's been in not having Bueller and not having um, much of my rotation active. Giolito chip. Yeah, that's a good point. So I, you know, I'm going to go down with that ship potentially. Anyway, no, uh, actually, I, I think, for sure. Okay, last Sox, thing. We can try to trade him. No one wants him. Okay, so last thing is we need to look at Sunil's schedule. Okay, you ready? Right. So he plays Ken right now. Then he plays you, Dave, then John, uh, Jay, and then me. And then finishes off with low Zavo and Chen. What I, the reason why I bring this up is that there's a decent chance he gets thrown through the ringer. I could be wrong of going through Ken, you, Dave, John, and uh, Jay, and me, and and low to a certain extent too. Like he, like that's a gauntlet that he has to go through. And uh, if he's truly going to come down. It's now, right? Yes. So we're going to see it. We're going to see it, is my point. Not at the end well, of the year. He's definitely going to beat me because that's just my life. It's like how I lose to auto days. You know, what's, what's going to piss me off the most will happen. Uh, how about you try a little harder and uh, don't let that happen? Don't let that happen. I'm trying every day. I'm, I'm always, I'm doing business, okay? I'm looking to make trades. I'm looking to make my team better all the time. And I'm doing my best, man. There's you know, only one of me. There's only one of me, Chip. True. Um, there, there's some sort of. There's got to be some sort of expression where I'm think always thinking about next year. You're always, or I'm always thinking about two years from now. You're always thinking about next year, and everyone else is thinking about this year, or not thinking about this year. Maybe <laughs> is that the better way of putting it? Yeah, I think that that's. I think yeah, those are the four. Everyone else is thinking about this year. 
no one's thinking about, thinking this, about year. this year and then you and i are thinking uh you're thinking you know two years ahead yeah for when you're 17 year olds are gonna be you'd be able to drink and i'm thinking of just next year just next year it, there, there's probably an opportunity just to close this out there's probably an opportunity for someone to just take just do take advantage of anyone who is actually in a cell and just load up um that's, I, and, I'm not kidding. I put up on my trade block. <laughs> I will trade you anyone but the four players or five players that I've named. You can pick however many you want, and but I'm going to want you player or someone I'm really excited about. Yeah, but you're not in the right position to say something like that. Like if you're you're well, in the Vishnu spot, you could say that, but you're not in that spot. You need to do a different tact. You need to do a different tact of, of someone who, uh, uh, like a future star that would break out that you want to sell high on. I, not try to acquire the, the future star. You're Anyway, I don't need to tell you what to do. You need to keep, keep doing what you're doing because it's helping me. So thank you. Well, no, it's not helping anyone because no one's taking me up on these offers. Well, no, the absence of you doing something is a good thing is my mind, is, is my point. Got it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll get out of your way, Chip. I'm sorry. I forgot. You should. In fact, you know, if you can just fall off the cliff, really just take that one more step and just fall down the cliff, I could really appreciate that because um, I, I need I need any benefit I can get. I would trade. Who would I trade for Trey Turner? I'd give up everybody in Tim Anderson. And? Yeah, like Tim Anderson and then like four or five guys. Not named Acuna, Bo Bichette, or Justin Verlander. So, Neil, or if you're hearing this, that means you can basically take a teeny tiny downgrade from shortstop and get a massive upgrade in five, four or five positions Correct. and solidify your position as the number one seed and get the bat. Would you Would you be willing to do that trade for the bat? No, he would never. Dude, this is Neil. Neil doesn't make trades. It's like you, or it's like, oh... I'll trade all these guys, and it's like, okay, Chip, who do you want for Giolito? And you're like, well, I want Acuna, and you know, that's because... never that's never been a response of mine for the record, never. Yeah, it, yes, you could have had. Who was the trade that I was going to give you for? I forget. I think it you was, did uh, like oh, you did some Garrett shit. Cole. It was like yeah. Garrett Cole, and, and you were like Lance Lynn and Julio Rodriguez, and I was like, no, I want Giolito and Kolechnik. And you re- rejected that. No, I'm sorry. Other way around. You wanted to give me. You wanted to give me Julio Rodriguez and Giolito. Mm-hmm. I wanted to stay away from him, and I wanted Lance Lynn and Kolechnik. And you were like deal breaker. <laughs> because at the time Kolechnik was coming up earlier, so recency bias. You're like, I need to keep, get Kolechnik. Anyway, my point is, you should just trade me Julio Rodriguez already. Nice timing. Good timing on that. That was that was really good of you to do that. Um I've done I've so I've done my job for today. I'm done. So we can just end the podcast right now. I have nothing else to say. I ended it on the most important note. Well, all right. So to the listeners, we are uh the the email is always open for recommendations, but we we will be picking on another team at the next pod. Uh and uh, good luck to everyone and I hope Sunil has the worst week of ever of all time. Ditto. Basically. Ditto. <laughs> ditto, ditto. We love you, and we love know, you Sunil. And let us know yeah, if you like the uh the segment where we're we're kind of just picking random players and talking about them uh feel free to email us chicago beef league at gmail.com thanks for listening everyone
Hello. What are you wearing? Is there anybody in there? 